Welcome everybody to Moose Milk Podcast episode 40. Episode 40. Just cruising along here. I'm your host Ryan and this week it is a solo episode. I'm by myself. No Matthew. He's on vacation, having a good time at home. And uh, yeah, so I'm doing this one solo and it's weird because I've never done one of these solos. So if this turns out terrible, my own fault. Can't blame anyone but myself. But yeah, um, hope everybody's doing well. It's, uh, you know, late Friday night, early Saturday and having some beers. We're uh, on the verge of Halloween and spooky season. So I figured this week we will dive into my top 10 horror film recommendations. And um, yeah, just, you know, some spooky movies to watch during spooky season. So that's the plot of this episode. Um, but I will dive into things I've been watching and a little bit of What If episode, what is nine? The finale of What If. Uh, I don't want to dive too deep. We're going to wait till Matt comes back and we'll we'll do like a spoiler cast slash discussion on What If. But um, overall, I'll say What If was okay. It was better than I expected it to be in the long run overall. Um, not great. I don't think it was like the best show out of the four shows we've gotten so far from the MCU, but um, it was better than I expected, not being a fan of animated shows and everything like that. Um, I think it started really poorly, but it was actually kind of what me and Matt predicted. Um, it came together in the end and um, kind of cohesively. I mean, I don't think the finale was great, but I think it was overall pretty solid. Um, yeah, I'm interested to see where it goes. Second season should be interesting and, you know, the effects it may have on the actual MCU as a whole. Um, it was intriguing, but we'll, we'll talk about it in two weeks when Matt's back and we can get his thoughts on it and we can kind of have a discussion on it. But um, yeah, so what I've been watching, let's see. Um, so la- last week I talked about Black uh, Midnight Mass. I always want to call it Black Mass, but Midnight Mass. Really, really solid. So if you haven't watched that during spooky season, it's a good spooky show. I don't want to go into spoilers on it. Um, overall, I think it was really, really solid and I highly recommend it. But this week, I um, dove into Squid Game, which is blowing up the internet. Everybody's talking about Squid Game. Um, I don't know if it was because of the hype or whatever, but I was looking for a new show to binge. Figured I'd hop in on it. It's okay. Um, if you haven't seen it, I don't want to spoil it too much because I think part of the interest and exciting part of the show is not knowing exactly what's happening from the get-go. So I think if you have not seen it or haven't read anything on it, definitely wait and um, just dive into it on your own and don't read up on it because I think it makes it a much more interesting show. But overall, my thoughts on it was it was okay. Um, it's, it's not like, you know, the second coming of Jesus, like, you know, the internet is making it out to be. It's becoming like the highest highest watched show on Netflix in history. I think that's a bit absurd. Um, but I enjoyed it. I think it's, it's a fun watch. Uh, it's Korean. So if you don't dig um, subtitled shows, this isn't for you. It's all subtitled because it's all uh, Korean spoken. Um, so it's English subtitles, but Korean spoken. So uh, I don't know if there's a dub track for it, but either way, um, I don't mind subtitles. I watch everything subtitled anyway, because I usually have a really hard time hearing 
um, dialogue and stuff of shows. So I watch everything subtitled. Um, so yeah, it doesn't bother me in the least. But overall, I think it's a fun show. It's interesting. It has some cool, uh, cool moments. I think the first episode is probably the best episode of the series. But um, overall, I enjoyed it. Um, I'd recommend it if you're looking for something a little different. It remi- I, I, I don't want to spoil it, so I, I don't want to give away the plot points of the show, but it's worth a watch if you're looking for something to dive into during uh, you know, kind of a slow time where there's not a whole lot of TV shows going on, in, at least in my opinion. Obviously, I'm still watching uh, American Survivor, um, The Block, and The Challenge. Uh, a big reality show fan, so still digging on those shows. American Survivor is a little weird this year. They changed up a lot of things. I mean, 41 seasons in, you got to try some new things. And um, so far, season's okay. Doesn't blow me away. I like some of the people, um, like some of the twists they're using for the show. But um, if you haven't watched Survivor in a while, I think this is a, a decent season to jump in on just because it's changing a lot of things up. I'm having beers. I'm sorry if I uh, stop talking for a minute, but being solo is weird, man. Not being able to bounce things off of people, very odd. Um, but yeah, so then uh, yeah, other than that, I don't think I've watched anything of value. I'm going to start watching a bunch of horror films, which kind of brings me to the point of this episode. Top 10 horror films. Um, I haven't watched anything yet. I haven't had time, obviously, for people that are new or haven't tuned in um i work in retail grocery retail so thanksgiving week is actually the busiest week of the year for um grocery retail so this week has been a nightmare um so yeah i haven't had a lot of time this week i uh worked a bunch i was really tired um so i haven't really spent a lot of time doing anything of value other than sleep and work uh, picked up Far Cry 6. I'm going to jump into that tonight after the uh, podcast is done. So I'll have thoughts on that next week. Um, excited for that. Played a bunch of Diablo last week. Diablo 2, actually, the remake. Um, solid. If you haven't played Diablo 2, it's very similar to Diablo 3 or any type of like top-down looter um, RPG. Um it's good. Um, it feels clunky. It feels very dated at this point. Like it definitely feels like a game that came out in I think it was two thousand or two thousand one. But um, overall, I enjoy Diablo a lot. Um, it's fun to play with. Uh, I've been playing with my friend, and um, you can play up with up to eight people. I think so. That's cool. But um, I'm generally a single player kind of dude. I like single player games, so um, you can play it alone. It's, it's just as good. Um, yeah. It's, it's Diablo. If you haven't played Diablo, then, I mean, you can read up a little bit on it, but uh, it feels dated at this point. I mean, it's definitely uh, better to play with a mouse than a controller, but uh, I'm enjoying it. And then I'll jump into Far Cry 6 tonight, play a bunch of that. And that's, I think, about it. Nothing really else um, to jump in on. So I guess we'll get to the main topic of the week. And just a side note, this, this pod is probably going to be on a shorter side doing it solo um yeah probably be like 30 minutes 40 minutes like there's not a lot to um you know bounce off of somebody obviously because i'm by myself so it's going to be like half half the normal length of an episode just because i'm one person i mean yeah so 
if you don't like horror films or you are under the age of whatever 18 i guess I, i'm not recommending you watch these movies just because i don't want to get in trouble with you know hey i'm 14 and watch a bunch of r-rated movies and my parents hate you now so just keep that in mind but um yeah so i'm just gonna jump in i put down two honorable mentions obviously it's hard to do um top 10 horror films because like what constitutes a horror film and what doesn't um it makes it difficult because some movies are like uh let's say aliens i don't put that on my list it's kind of a horror film it has horror elements alien i would say is more of a horror film aliens is more of an action film i love aliens but i don't really find it scary necessarily i mean some of these movies i don't find scary either but it's there was a, a bunch of like um cloverfield Cloverfield's another movie where I guess it's kind of a horror film, but it's more of a action, I don't know, more of an action film, I guess. Um, so I didn't put it on the list. Now, some of these movies, you might go, ah, that's not really that scary of a film or horror film, but I love horror films. It's my, probably my favorite genre of films, maybe sci-fi. I don't know. It'd be close. But, um, yeah, so... These are the horror films that I thought were most horror films that are my favorite. I put two honorable mentions down. Um, the Last House on the Remake, or Last House on the Left Remake, uh, came out in 2009 by director Dennis Illidis. I don't, I, I'm not familiar with his work outside of this, but, um, you know, I will warn that the beginning of this movie is pretty um, um, triggering, I guess, um, for people that, you know, have some, um, sexual assault issues or something like that. I don't want to spoil the movie, but the beginning of this movie is, is hard to watch, but I think the second half of this movie is definitely very, um, redeeming and, and, and worthy of the first half. So, um, it's basically, um, kind of a revenge movie, but I really enjoy it. It's really, really violent, really, really brutal. Um, but I think it's definitely a really cool film. I've uh, I have only seen the original once, and I don't really remember it that well, so I can't really say whether it's worthy of the original or which one's better. But um, I love the Last House on the Left remake. Uh, came out in two thousand nine, and it's 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 really solid. Uh, pretty like I said, pretty pretty brutal. So if you're very um, squeamish or anything like that, maybe don't recommend it. But if you're looking for a good horror film, I think it's a lot of fun. And I also wrote down Dawn of the Dead remake. Um, Zack Snyder directed it. I think it's Zack Snyder's by far his best movie. Um, and I know that's probably pretty crazy to some people, but uh, it came out in 2004 and obviously a remake of the original Dawn of the Dead, but um, changes it up in, at certain points. It's a zombie film. I love zombies. I've always been a huge zombie fan. And um, yeah, it's just a really fun film. I think it has some pretty brutal scenes. Um, changes things up enough from the original that makes it a little more exciting. Um, a lot of fun, just a just a fun movie. Um, so yeah, really recommend it. And for zombie films, like you don't really need a great script. And I think that Zack Snyder's generally worst part of his films is the script is abysmal. So um, yeah, I I think that's why the zombie movie for Zack Snyder works is because you don't really need a good script. You just need some cool action scenes and um, really sets up the movie well. Um, so my number 10, and um, 
I know this is going to be probably a surprise to a lot of people, but I put down Jason X. Um, most people hate Jason X. I think it's probably the lowest rated Jason movie or Friday the 13th movie in general. I might be wrong on that, but it's probably pretty close. I think it's the funnest Friday the 13th movie. Um, it's absurd. The storyline, the plot, the acting, everything in it is not well done in general. Like, it's not a superb film by any stretch. I think it's a fun film. I think it has some of the best kills of the entire series. Um, I love Kane Hodder as Jason. I think he's the best Jason they've ever had. He's badass as fuck in that movie. Um, it's, it's a dumb movie. Basically, for people that don't know, it's like... Um, basically, it was set in a future time of, I think it's 2450 or something like that, because they were in development hell on uh, Freddy vs. Jason. Um, so they basically wanted to set it far flung in the future, so it had no effect on the outcome of Freddy vs. Jason or another Friday the 13th movie. Um, it's, it's stupid. The plot's stupid. The storyline's stupid. But it's just a super fun, brutal you know, slasher movie. Um, I, I don't know. I love this movie. I think it's such a fun film to watch. And is it like superb? No, but I think anybody that's looking for like a silly, um, maybe like a group setting, like, you know, got like four or five friends over and just want a fun film. I think Jason X is a ton of fun. Came out in 2001. Um, basically the last Jason movie. I mean, they remade it, but it's the last one really that came out other than Freddy vs. Jason. But um, I think it's a lot of fun. Number nine um, is the movie Planet Terror. And I don't know if this necessarily a lot of people would call this a horror film, but I mean, it has horror elements for sure. It's kind of an action film. It was part of the, um, oh, fuck. Um, what do you call it? Uh, I can't think of the word. Um, it came out at the same time as another film uh, by Quentin Tarantino. It was like a two-pack movie. I can't think of what the hell it's called right now. But um, it, it was directed by Robert Rodriguez, uh, Planet Terrors, and um, came out in 2007. And um, it's like a very throwback, um, like 70s, 80s horror film. It's filmed that way where like the the screen will like sketch out like it's shot on like actual celluloid and um it's like very ridiculous and silly but i think it's such a fun film to watch um like i said really silly there's parts of it that are like like laugh out loud ridiculous but it's so fun and brutal and just like if you want to watch like a fun action film that has like you know some pretty gory scenes at parts um i think it's a lot of fun um yeah i i think that's what i typically go for in horror is like can it make me laugh um is it fun to watch is it like so cheesy that it's good compared to like so cheesy where you're like oh my god like i can't believe i'm spending two hours or 90 minutes watching this and there are some movies on my list that i generally find or have found scary but overall i would find this um, this movie more of a, like a fun film again to watch in a group setting like you know either with a girlfriend or you know a group of friends or boyfriend whatever you know is um, for you but um, yeah I really enjoy it 
I think it's 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 a good ninety minute flick that you can put on at any time and kind of have it as background noise if you don't want to fully pay attention. But there's some parts in this movie that I just think are like fucking awesome. So I highly recommend that. And then uh, number eight, I got The Devil's Rejects by Rob Zombie. Uh, came out in 2005. And it's obviously a sequel to uh, House of a Thousand Corpses. And the third one came out, the what was it called? The Devil's Three or Three from Hell. Three from Hell. Um, I think House of a Thousand Corpses is a lot of fun. I don't think it's great. I think it's solid. Um, Devil's Rejects, I think, is like, really 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 good movie uh i think it's rob zombie's best movie i thought the three from hell was a huge letdown i don't think it was a very solid i mean not a solid movie not a great ending to the franchise um he obviously did the halloween remake and halloween 2 remake which halloween 2 wasn't really a remake it was kind of like a reimagining um halloween 2 was okay it was kind of stupid but it was fine Halloween 1, I actually enjoyed a lot, but compared to the original, like, it's nowhere near as good as the original. His biggest issue, in my opinion, is dialogue. Rob Zombie makes everything, like, kind of, um, in no disrespect to people that live in trailers, but, like, trailer trashy, white trash type dialogue, which, like, is just really, like, cheesy and, and hard to listen to, hard to watch during the film. Um, especially in Halloween too, like it's really bad. But um, Devil's Rejects, I think, is just like a, there's parts of this movie I genuinely find scary. Um, it's graphic. It's it's hard to watch at parts, but it's it's really fun and really solid. Um, like I said, Rob Zombie's best film in my opinion. I wish he would come back to something that I really enjoyed, but I think the next movie he's doing is uh, the Monsters remake, which just completely unappealing to me. But I love Rob Zombie's music. Like, I'm a unapologetic zombie fan. So, um, yeah, I've always checked out his films, and uh, some of them are very miss. But I think he hit it out of the park a few times. And uh, Devil's Rejects is his best, in my opinion. Uh, number what? Seven. Seven. Uh, it's Paranormal Activity, and I know a lot of people are gonna say. Paranormal Activity, like, fuck, that's not a horror film. It scares me. And I've always had a thing with ghosts. I don't believe in ghosts. I don't believe in the paranormal, really. Um, but this movie spooks me out. I've always been spooked out by the idea of ghosts, something you can't see, something you can't really um, affect or interact with that can fuck with you. And I think that, like, thought premise is, is scary. Um Paranormal Activity scared me, um, and actually, I mean, this is kind of a side story, but I'm actually in the credits of Paranormal Activity. I don't know if that's still true, but on the Blu-ray, when it came out, um, for the movie to come out, basically, it was a very low-budget film, and theaters weren't picking it up, so online, they did, like, a thing where you could push the movie um, to come to theaters near you, basically, if you signed up on a newsletter, and they'd push you in the credits, so, yeah. Uh, at the end of the movie in the credits there's like a scene where it's like a hundred thousand names that just like pan through very very quickly but i'm in there um i was excited for this movie from the get-go i thought the trailer was really cool when i first seen it and it made me uh, very intrigued by the film and um 
yeah, I love Paranormal Activity. Uh, the second one scared me more than the first one, actually, but I think the first one's a better overall film. And, um, yeah, I don't know. It's 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 a weird found footage film. It's spooky at parts, but it, it not a lot happens, and I think a lot of people are turned off by that. But overall, I find Paranormal Activity 1 and 2 as the best two films in, uh, in the series. What's up, Matt? Nice to uh, see you, buddy. Can't be on the show, but can come in the comments, eh, you jerk? No, I'm just joking. I hope your vacation is treating you well, brother. Um, so where am I at? Number six is The Descent. Um, I don't know if everybody's seen this movie. This movie might be off some people's radars, I guess, but um, I really love The Descent. Um, it's kind of... Uh, Matt says his mom and his and him are watching. That's awesome. What's up, Matt's mom? Um, yeah, I'm glad you guys are uh, getting to spend some time together. It's awesome. Um, and you get a nice vacation right before Thanksgiving. Nothing better than that, man. Best week to miss. Um, yeah, The Descent is like kind of a found footage film, but it's also not really shot in that way where it's like shaky cam and. Um, kind of disturbing but um it's very gory but it's basically uh the the premise of the movie is like four i think it's four maybe five women go spelunking in like a cave system basically and um as they get deeper into this cave system it like kind of collapses behind them and they get like basically stuck in very narrow passages throughout this cave and it's like very claustrophobic and shot in a way that makes you like definitely feel like you're there with them um, without spoiling the movie, it gets, it gets pretty graphic at times, but I, I found this movie very spooky. Like it made me jump a few times when I originally seen it. Um, it's shot, uh, it came out in 2005. There's a sequel that's not as good as the original. It's very, um, similar to the first movie. It's kind of like first movie again, but, uh, directed by Neil Marshall and, um, I don't know. I think it's a really fun movie that I think a lot of people haven't probably checked out, but The Descent is um, very, very good. I recommend it highly. Um, I would actually put it higher, but the movie's ahead of it. It was just hard to hard to break out of them because these are probably like four or five of my favorite films of all time. Like they maybe make my top 20 or 30 films, period, as a huge horror film fan. So um, number five. We're getting to the nitty gritty. It's um, 28 Days Later. And I think I might have put this movie in my top 20 when Matt and I did uh, top 20 back, you know, I don't know, episode 16 or something like that. Um, it's a zombie film again. I love zombie films, but um, really different take for its time in 2002. It was directed by Danny Boyle. Um, shot really well. Uh, Killian Murphy's in it. He does really, really well. Uh, good job as like the leading actor in the movie. Really brutal at times. Fast moving zombies. Um, shot in a way that like it takes place in um, England and it's like really cool like wide shots of the city and stuff like that. And I love like um, post apocalyptic settings within cities and stuff like that. Seeing things overgrown or seeing things abandoned seeing wide shots of like an entire city, like a main city completely devoid of people. Like I find that super fascinating. It's always really interests me. 
Um, and I just love, yeah, a lot of this film takes place in just, like, wide shots of just, like, the city abandoned, and, like, they go into a grocery store and everything's still on the shelf, and, you know, certain parts of the city where people try to, like, held up in, in apartment buildings and stuff like that, and blocking passages, and, um, yeah, I think it's just a really cool film. They did a sequel, which is a really solid film, uh, called 28 Weeks Later. I really enjoy it. I think it's one of the best sequels to any horror film probably ever made. Um, there's always rumors that are going to do a third one too. And I think it would have, the rumor was it was going to be called 28 months later, which makes sense. It follows the trend, but, um, don't know whatever happened to it. I think it got caught in development hell, but I really enjoyed it. Um, both the sequel and the original, I, I had a hard time picking which one I wanted to put, but I think the original is always, you know, the best place to start. So it's the one I could recommend. No worries, Matt. Thanks for dropping by, buddy. I appreciate it. Um, number four, I'm going to go with the Blair Witch Project. And this is a movie that I seen probably when I was really young, like 14 or 15. It came out in 1999. <laughs> Thanks, man. Um, I love the Blair Witch Project. My mom seen it before I seen it and knew that I would find it spooky. And it's a movie that always has spooked me, you know, spooked me out. I went camping a lot as a kid. Um, and the idea of like something you can't see kind of hunting you in the woods out there by yourself or with friends, like the idea always kind of spooked me out. Um, it was directed by Daniel Merrick and Eduardo Sanchez, which I don't think they really went on to film or direct anything else. Or if they did, it was pretty um, low budget. But yeah, I... Um, I always thought the Blair Witch Project was very appealing as a film. It, it frightened me because I, I like I said, I, I've been camping a lot in my life and like s sitting outside like at night uh, around a fire or something like that, you feel very like secluded because the darkness is surrounding you and you can't really see very far into the dark. And just putting yourself in that setting of like hearing like freaky noises out in the distance where you might not know what's happening. You know, generally when you go camping, at least modern camping, you know, you have campsites all around you, people all around you, you know, sites away, whatever. Um, but thinking of being completely secluded in like a forest setting where there's nobody around, you don't know exactly where you are situated um, in society, like, like, you know, how far away the nearest resident is or anything like that, if you needed help or if there was an emergency. And then on top of that, putting something like supernatural hunting you. It's just a, a spooky premise for me. Um, you know, it kind of started the found footage, you know, trend of like shaky cam, I'm running around in the forest, you know, with a handheld camera kind of thing. Um, but it was really original. And when I seen it, it scared me. Uh, it's a, always a movie I can come back to. And now the sequel is absolute dog shit. Um, it's called The Book of Shadows, Blair Witch Project 2 or Blair Witch 2. I can't remember exactly, but it's really bad. It's a... Uh, notoriously bad film i think it came out a year after this one or something like that but it's really bad and then they remade or remade it but i guess it was a third movie called the blair witch i want to say it came out in like 2016 maybe it was okay um it's not as good as the original but it was better than the, the second one um i recommend watching both but it's not anything that's you know mind-bending it, it continues the story of the first movie, but it's kind of a remake in the same way too. 
But yeah, Blair Witch Project. If you haven't checked it out, I recommend it. Uh, number three um, is The Shining. And I know a lot of people probably have seen this, but it says it's pretty old at this point. You know, it came out in 1980. Uh, there might be some younger people watching this that, or listening to this um, that haven't seen it, that don't, you know, know much about The Shining. It's obviously based off the Stephen King novel, but uh, it departs quite a bit from the novel. Uh, I, apparently Stephen King like absolutely detested the movie because of how far it departed from his book. It was directed by Stanley Kubrick. Um, yeah, I, I really enjoy this film. I think um, it's a really fun, well-done film. It's well-acted. Um, there's some pretty scary, terrifying scenes for people that don't know. It's basically um, a family that moves into a hotel that's pretty secluded um, over a winter. They're basically there uh, as like ter- caretakers of the hotel. And they get basically like cabin fever from the hotel um, in a way. There's more to it than that. I don't want to spoil the film entirely, but there's like a um, kind of haunting aspect to the hotel as well. And um, yeah, the main character basically starts kind of losing it a little bit. And um, you see like the paranoia and fear of seclusion kind of set in throughout the fam- the movie and the, to the family. Um, it's really sh- well shot. It's really uh, a well done film for 1980. Um, yeah, really, you know, just a really cool film. I, I really recommend it. There's um, a few document- documentaries about it, about like the different interpretations of certain scenes, which I think is pretty fascinating because it can be, can be interpreted a few different ways. Um, like I said, though, it departs quite heavily from the book. So if you haven't read the book, I recommend the book more than anything I, I think I mean that goes without saying most books are better than the movie that are based upon them but um, it's a fun film if you take it for what it is and don't compare it necessarily right to the book um, I think it's a really well done film I really enjoy it now there's a sequel to the film too um, fuck, what is it called uh, hold on I gotta pull it up um can't think it's also a book written by um stephen king um dr sleep and it departs from the shining quite a bit it's a very different story but it basically is like 20 years after the or 30 years after the shining uh in storyline but it's also a really really solid book um i don't think the movie did it necessarily as good as justice but um, there's a movie based off of it as well, not directed by Stanley Kubrick, obviously, but uh, it came out 2019, I believe. But um, worth checking out if you're interested. Um, yeah, so number two um, is a movie called Cabin in the Woods, and it came out in 2011, uh, directed by Drew Goddard. Um, and it's kind of a horror film, kind of a comedy film. Um, I recommend not reading up on this film if you haven't watched it or haven't seen it. Um, it's very standalone and it's and it's very like good to go in without expectations or plot lines necessarily in your head. Um, I don't want to spoil like the actual twist of the film or in any way, but it's it's gonna come off as a very generic core film, uh, the first like 30 minutes of it, but I sit, I just stay with it because it kind of 
has a twist in there where it kind of turns things on its head. But, um, yeah, uh, really, really funny, really, really well done, really well, uh, well written. Chris Hemsworth is in it after he took on Thor, which is funny, but the film got delayed, I think, like, maybe two years, if I'm not mistaken. So, um, by the time Chris Hemsworth has kind of, like, blown up as Thor, this movie eventually came out. Um, but when he shot this film, apparently he was, like, pretty unknown. But anyway, um, yeah, it's a, it's a really, really funny, good, solid film. It definitely, um, you'll see why I like it when I say my number one, just because I, I love this type of horror film. But it, t- it turns things on its head. It has a twist. And um, yeah, it's, it's one of my favorite films of all time. Like it would definitely be in, you know, my top 20, 25 films overall. It's a movie that kind of blew my mind when I seen it. And I don't, if I remember correctly, the trailers didn't really do it justice when it came out. Like it, it makes it seem pretty generic. But definitely don't read up on it if you don't know anything about it. Just go, I, I don't know if it's streaming anywhere, but just it's worth, you know, the $5 to rent or whatever. It's old now. You can probably buy it for, you know, 10, 20 bucks, whatever. Um, but really, really fun, solid uh, film. And finally, my number one film. Um, if you watched our top 10 films, I think, that we did or it might have been top 20 films I don't remember but uh, this was in in there for me it's my favorite horror film uh, the movie Scream by Wes Craven uh, came out in 1996 and yeah I think this is kind of not only my favorite film but also I think it rejuvenated the horror film franchise after like kind of a, a really rough spell of like, like late 80s early 90s um not a whole lot of horror films were coming out. I think people got pretty sick of the slasher genre just because of how many, like, uh, you know, Nightmare on Elm Street movies came out, Friday the 13th movies came out, Halloween movies came out. Like, it was just sequel, 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 and each one progressively generally got worse or, you know, it might have peaked a little bit and then went back down to really bad. You know, if you look at, like, Friday the 13th, it's pretty hit and miss throughout the series. Um, Scream kind of rejuvenated the slasher genre and um, it brought in comedy to the, the series. Um, obviously, the leads, Nev Campbell, Courtney Cox is in it, David Arquette's in it. Um, really, really funny at parts. It's well written, it's clever, but pretty graphic at parts too. It's scary at parts. Um, it was one of the first R rated films I ever seen. I mean, I was 11 when it came out, but uh, I think I seen it probably a couple years after that. I was probably like 13 or 14 when I first seen it. Because uh, Scream 2, I think, had just came out. And if I remember correctly, I was in grade 8. So probably 98 or 99. Um, but yeah, I um, I was hanging out with a friend in, in grade school. And... Um, yeah, he had rented Scream to watch and his mom was like, hey, uh, you should call home and make sure your mom's okay with you watching this or whatever, you know, being a responsible parent and all. And I knew my mom would not let me watch this film. Like, I was not allowed to watch R-rated films for sure. Uh, My mom was pretty strict with what I watched growing up. And um, I fake called 
you know, this was before cell phones and everything for, you know, you young viewers, for listeners. But um, I fake called my mom on the on the phone and pretended I was talking to her. Meanwhile, it was just like a dial tone. And I was just like, yeah, like, I just wanted to make sure it was okay if I watch this movie at my friend's house, blah, 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 blah. You know, pretending to talk on the phone and then hung up. And my friend's mom was like, oh, she said, okay, like, everything's cool. And I was like, yeah, 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 no problem. She didn't mind at all, you know, whatever. And we watched Scream. And I was instantly hooked because it was, like, not only one of my first R-rated films, but it was also a movie I knew I wasn't allowed to watch. So it made that that much more exciting for me. Um, But, yeah, Scream is awesome. And it's a shame that the sequels are generally not very well done. Scream 2 is okay if you haven't watched Scream. It's it's an okay sequel, um, but Scream Three is a huge letdown. It's really really bad. And Scream Four has some awesome moments. I think overall the movie's decent, but the ending is terrible. Um, and now they're rebooting it next. I think it's February next year, maybe twenty twenty two. Scream Five comes out, which they're just calling Scream, uh, which makes it which makes me think it's going to be. A, mostly a reboot but they do have a lot of returning people like i think everybody is coming back that can come back without spoiling who's alive and who's not from the series but um yeah i love scream i think it's just an awesome halloween film i watch it every year during october um nev campbell's amazing in it um you know this is the time where nev campbell was like huge she was also in um uh fuck what the hell is it called the craft love that movie too awesome movie but yeah uh scream probably my favorite overall horror film um yeah it brought back the mass you know slasher film and you know from friday the 13th and halloween and everything like that it kind of brought that back in a way that was original and cool and scary at the same time it it made you fear horror films again it wasn't like a cheesy you know we just need a ton of nudity or or whatever to make this film exciting there's nudity in it but overall it's just it plays with the genre in a way that's really smart and um really clever and um yeah it's it's my favorite i i I, like i said i watch it every year i've seen this movie literally 50 times so if you have not watched scream that's mandatory viewing by Moose Milk standards. And that's it. Um, those are my top 10 with a couple honorable mentions. So, <coughs> excuse me. Um, hopefully that gives you a few movies to check out that maybe you haven't seen uh, during October. You know, we're, what, three weeks away from Halloween. So, you know, there's 12 movies that you can put in those three weeks and then, you know, check out a few of your own favorites. You know, if you want, put them in the uh, comments after this post and, you know, tell me your favorite and I'll check that out. I've probably seen it, but maybe I haven't. You never know. I watch a lot of horror films, so good chance I've seen it. But if not, throw it in there. And um, hopefully you find something out of this that you'll enjoy that's, you know, maybe not on your top list, but something something different. Um, like I said, going to be a shorter episode. It's only going to be like 40 minutes long, but... I wanted to put out an episode every week. I um, try not to miss a week. And even though it's kind of weird doing a solo, it's uh, it's interesting. It's a different different take on it, you know? Um, so I hope you enjoyed it. And um, if you haven't, follow 
at Moose Milk Media on Instagram. It's where we post live every week. We do these live every week um, on Friday nights. And then they go up on YouTube and Spotify and Apple Podcasts uh, right after the episode's done. I post them. So give me, you know, three, four hours and they'll be up on Spotify and everything else. Um, so follow, comment, all that good stuff. Uh, follow Matt too at Customs by Matthew. He's not here this week, but he'll be back in a couple weeks. And he always appreciates new followers and everything like that. I see all his, um, you know, custom goodness that he does. He just posted a, a great, fantastic uh, Mark Hoppus action figure that he made. Um, really, really well done. Really, really cool to check out. So I highly recommend if you haven't dropped by his page, go check it out. Uh, Mark Hoppus actually responded to him, which is super cool. As, you know, me and him have both been lifelong fans of Blink. So really cool to see him uh, get that kind of, you know, thumbs up from, from Mark Hoppus. So really, really cool. But um, yeah, follow him and then our art, our album art is done by at Jeannie Milnart. She, uh, she did a great job on our album art. So go give her a follow as well and show her some, uh, some appreciation and love. And that's going to do it for this week. Like I said, a little shorter episode, but you know, 45 minutes alone, it's good enough. So I hope you enjoyed it and uh, we'll see you next week for another uh, solo episode. I think I'm going to maybe do my top 10 video games. I haven't really decided yet, but I think that's where I'm, I'm leaning towards. So if you enjoy video games and you want to drop by, uh, check that out next week, next Friday, live here. So uh, yeah, enjoy your uh, Thanksgiving for all you Canadians out there. Happy Thanksgiving. And if you're not you know, Canadian, have a good weekend. Enjoy it. And we'll see you next week. Thanks for tuning in. See ya.